What's up? I hope you guys are doing well. Super quick thought on my way back to the crib. You should do more skills clinics if you're a basketball trainer. Here's why I think that. There's a financial reason and there's a fun reason too. Of course, it's fun to get in the gym with a lot of athletes to train and to help as many people as possible at one time. That's the fun part. It's also fun to uh, just get after it in that setting and have high energy. And it's fun to really have more athletes that you know in the gym at the same time. Uh, Look, I can name a lot of reasons why a skills clinic where you have 20 to 25, maybe even more, depending on what your, your, your rules are, your guidelines are, and the operating capacity is, it's fun to have those skills clinic. You remember camps? You probably worked at a camp before that was lit, that was high energy. The same with skills clinics. And you get to run it yourself. You get to do it. You get to call the shots. You get to set the schedule, the training curriculum, which is dope. It's fun. So that's the fun reason, along with many other reasons why you may think it's fun personally. Then there is a financial reason. We all love individual or private training. We like semi-private training. We like groups. But with skills clinics, it makes the most, it makes most sense because you're in the gym maybe for an hour, maybe for two hours. You can have more athletes, and you could possibly charge a, a somewhat higher price point. The rule of thumb, which I recently learned, is you want to probably charge the same or higher than a group training session, whatever you would charge for a group training session because there are more hours, and really it, it just it helps out on the bottom line. So all that being said, on the financial piece, it's, it's great because you have more room to play with. If you want to hire a videographer to come, you can. If you want to work with that coach you've always wanted to partner up with, maybe you have the chance to afford that coach's service this time around. Now, some guys go the other way. They try to hire high school athletes to help out with the, the, the skills clinics, which I understand you don't have to pay as much and they can get the job done. They can piggyback what you're saying. But, man, I, I, trust me, it makes a huge difference when you have help of someone who's competent, who has knowledge. For me, I, I thankfully have the help of a former NBA player who is uh, very well respected in the basketball space, very knowledgeable, communicates very well, and it, it just knocks the clinic out. It is worth paying the extra price for that person and their services because the parents appreciate it, the athletes appreciate it. They get more out of it. And then one thing that I've done that I really enjoy is record the skills clinic and send the film to the parents. Now, not all of them may enjoy it or may think it's a game changer, but one, it's a dual purpose. You get to nourish two birds in one nest. You get content to post throughout the week and you get to give more value in that you get to send the the clips, the the videos, the, golly, I'm not sure why I'm stuttering. stuttering. It's 10, 17 at night right now. I've been going since <laughs> 5.45 a.m. So that's probably why. Nonetheless, you get more value than you take in payment. You give videos so that the skills clinic stretches, for lack of a better word or picture, it stretches beyond that skills clinic. And you get uh, content to post on social media as well, which if you haven't checked out that episode about the importance of attention, it's a few episodes back. And the summary is basically nothing is as important as we think it is while we are thinking about it. So 
Like, for example, I'm listening to Big Sean's Detroit 2 right now, bumping it. I love it. But you know what? As much as I like Big Sean, two weeks from now, I may have forgotten about this album. And whatever can fight or garnish, if that's a word, my attention, then I increase the importance of it. It has a heightened perceived importance. So in an ideal world, we would be in front of people's face all the time, giving value and the importance of our message would be it would have uh, more value or the importance of it the perceived importance of it would be increased that's ideal so check that out uh and i got on that rant because i was thinking about content and uh, i got a content strategy that i want to use uh j law told me about it a long time ago about this idea of recycling content although I don't, I, he may recycle content. Those guys may recycle content, but man, they pump out so much new content that they really don't have to. They just have that recycled content on the back burner for the slow times, or I guess if they aren't able to get in the gym for whatever reason. All that being said, uh, content is important. If you curate content, which will, where is where I was going, I like the idea of curating content. So there's so much content in the world. Why not, for me, my thought is, record the content that I've seen that I really like and give credit where credit is due. If I saw it on another trainer's page, give credit to that trainer. It doesn't hurt me. And it keeps the the wheel going, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, it keeps me or the trainer or your company or whatever your message is on the top of athletes and parents' minds. So when it is time to start to promote these skills clinics, which has, I would argue in your business, the highest uh, the margin in terms of what you take home. Now, some of you guys do these elite camps, these week-long camps that uh, you charge a premium for. Now, that may have more margin. Who knows? But I'm willing to bet these skills clinics for the time that you spend on it and the amount that you could bring in, they are your highest gross profit margin service, meaning the revenue you take home after the gym cost, the fees for uh, the coaches, anything that it costs to actually do that service, that gross profit margin is, is what I'm talking about. It has the highest, I'm willing to bet, the skills clinic. So I think you should do them more often. And what you could do is have girls skills clinics, boys skills clinics, and you can have it for each school district if you have available gym time for all of this. That way you can stretch it out. You can have more uh, more segmentation to how you're serving. And look, it, I don't know. It's just an idea that I've come across lately. I don't know why I didn't come across it sooner, but glad it happened nonetheless. Uh, I could go on all night about this. Uh, I think, I think, just doing fast it, it helps. I, I like to think I'm a muser. I like to pontificate and focus and strategize, but really just acting and doing and being a practitioner and thinking simultaneously has been really helpful just in the basketball training business. It's, it's COVID season and not trying to be funny when I say that, but the numbers are better than they've ever been. Thank God, thankfully. And I want to be helpful to anyone else who is listening to this. So if you can share this with a friend, share this with a basketball trainer, I hope it helps, man. Keep running those skills clinics or start running those skills clinics, running from girls, running from guys, for guys, for girls, run them for each school district, look at the school district's calendars to see what days those schools are off or teacher professional development days or whatever the reason is that they have a day off of school. Run skills clinics then 
and promote just not promote it all day every day but just give value keep talking about stuff curate content if you don't know what to post on your own and when it's time to ask for the or time to invite athletes and parents to the skills clinics then you have more likelihood that they at least see your message whether it's through instagram facebook email uh, and one last thing I'll say, I'm contextualizing those two, testing that out right now, making videos, talking to that specific school district or that specific county and running ads behind that. So hopefully that tactic or that strategy works, which I'm sure it will, and it will f- help to fill out these skills clinics and be at capacity there. So uh, look, hope this helps you guys out. Have a good night. And until the next time. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.